podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Holy moly, that that music. I'm still there going, that's a very awake and very alive after that music. That's immense. Um, <laughs> good evening. Oh, welcome to the Talking talk Copy. Uh, welcome to Talking Copy. We don't have the name of the show. It's just the Monday Night Cop. Yeah. Or something, right? Yeah. Um, uh, on tonight, we've got Gav, obviously. Um, Gav uh, sporting his uh, new look, uh, where he's trying to be, for anyone who's old enough that's in the chat that remembers this, is uh, Higgins um, from Magnum P.I. <laughs> with Tom Selleck. Did you send me the photo of <laughs> I'm going to send it to you now. Yeah. Higgins, it's good to see you, Higgins. Thanks. I don't know who Higgins is, but uh, I should really, I should really, um, I should really look her up. No, I've had, to be fair, I've had some great ones. I've, I've had someone the other night call me and said, you look like Paul Bearer from the wrestling. Uh, someone else, someone else said, I said that I looked like, um, I was waiting for season fucking six or seven of uh, Boardwalk Empire to come out. Um, there was fucking some great shouts. I'm sure more will come in tonight. Uh, you also reckon only, like Jimmy one... Graves. <laughs> Jimmy Graves isn't a the bad o- one, actually. The, the only one I have that, that's in my head is that you, you and you and Harry Malloy should do an Irish version of Twins. No, funny you say that, right? Harry Malloy, right? Because, right, I went, I, well, we still go through this phase, right, of I took a picture once, right? Of me, a selfie of myself once at my front door with a smoke hanging out of my mouth, right? Uh, that's not what I was for. I wonder WhatsApp groups having a bit of crack one day. But this photo or this like this image ended up being put onto loads of different characters, including Saddam Hussein, right? And it just went it just went all over the place. I've had like it's being put onto like you know um, uh, John Daly, the golfer, right? It's had put uh, Ray Brady does it all the time. But I've had it on fucking uh, Michael J. Fox uh, from Back to the Future. All sorts of stuff. But one of the best ones of all time, we actually stuck it on Harry Malloy from Fair City. Um, I will go and find it. And there was a massive conversation in the WhatsApp group for about three hours about it where people just laughed uh, for fucking hours. So if anyone else has any suggestions as to what I look like, uh, shout her out because some of them have been yeah. fucking amazing. You just you just need to let your hair grow a wee bit on top. Just you need to If I was head bald head on head top, head I'm Willie Thorne. I'm telling you now, the, the Snooker player. Keep the yeah, absolutely. Um, where was it? Oh, yeah, so good evening. Welcome out to the show. We've got, obviously, we've got Higgins, a.k.a. Harry Malloy's twin, a.k.a. <laughs> Paul Bearer, uh, alongside me. On the other side, of course, I have my good friend and colleague, Mr. Peter Smith. Um, doesn't need any extra names to go along with that, because everyone knows who he is. Unless you're watching Netflix and you saw him in Who Killed Aaron Carter, or Who Is Aaron Carter? Who is Aaron where Carter is Aaron too? Carter? What where is the Aaron Carter? Aaron Carter? What is the story with Aaron Carter? Where is she doing? Episode 4, Pete Killed Someone. That's, I'm not I'm not ruining it for you. It doesn't really make a really bit of difference in the long shot of the thing, but he does kill someone, um, which I'm fairly proud of him, so well done for uh, killing someone. Your sass, Gab, did you go around to, fix, to, to my mum's to fix her fridge in 1980? <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't me, bro. <laughs> Go on, sorry. Yeah, this could take over right. now. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, so, 
<laughs> so we like we could talk about football and we could talk about this all night long. I don't mind which way it goes. Um, oh, we've got three God. topics, three topics we want to talk about, and then we'll do a quick fire round at the end, which I like doing a quick fire t- round just to see what goes uh, on. Um, so the topics we have tonight, actually, let's start it up. Gav, um, we'll come back to yours last. So, hmm. Pete, what's yours? Luis Diaz, okay. keeping it positive. You know, listen with the amount of fellas. Do, shall I start <laughs> with the obvious? With the amount of fellas oh. that run, that drop, drop to their knees, hold it, you know, and are out for six months with a, a swollen, I don't know, eye socket and uh, faking injuries to go here and go there. I mean, when you look at what that fella has been through and what he continues to go through, to be chomping at the bit, you know, to to I think to continue training and continue doing his job, and then you know, to walk onto that pitch and be the only bit of class on it, to be quite honest. I mean, it was it was a it was a nice nice tail end story considering the ghoulishness that you guys covered last night. I don't even want to dignify Luton fans by by talking about them tonight, to be honest. And that's another thing that will disappear back into the eighties along with Gav's mustache will be Luton Town at the end of the season and never to be seen again, to be honest. And you know, at the end of the day yeah, let's not just let's not talk. Let's let's focus on Luis Diaz and what an absolute hero he is. I, I can't I can't even imagine. No, none of us can can imagine what that's like. I mean, we you read about that in books, you see it on on TV shows, people getting you know getting getting taken from their families. But in all seriousness, you know, for that to happen and to be still to still have the I won't even call it professionalism, just the moral courage as a human being to be amongst people. And do what the lad has done. Forget about the goal. Forget about anything he did. But to do what he does and to, to continue, I, I I can't even fathom it. Can't fathom what he does. So I didn't want to really talk about anything else. Well, that's a lie. I obviously wanted to talk about them Egypts yesterday, but it's better to keep it positive and talk about someone that is worth talking about. And that's the as for me. I've never seen that like that in my life, and, and, and I hope hope we never have to see that kind of courage. But you know, it's, it's typical Liverpool. We've been we've been in dark places before, and we always sign great characters, and those show you. You know, do, do you not, Pete? Like, there's there's two aspects to this. Like, I, I, my biggest um, concern and, and question over him was was he going to have deliver in terms of the goals that his talent seems to belie, and he's been. In my opinion, this year he's been a guy for the big goal, and you know, it's sort of dark how plus. Do you know what I mean? He's yeah. probably going to end up at 15, 16 goals this season, which is a great return for a guy playing off 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 wide. Um, and sometimes people's personalities are different, so he could well be the one that's really spurred on to try generate interest, publicity, whatever he can. For the benefit of hopefully a successful resolution when it comes to his his father back in Colombia, so like I, without sounding callous, because football is a bit callous these days, but that only can only benefit Liverpool and and us as a fa- as the fans. Do you know what I mean? Um, mm. But like you can't. And, and my, I I questioned him last year. Like, it, it, it's it's a it's a hard thing to question this year. Like anyone that that's been playing up top for us has been been great. Like do you know what I mean? So and for him to to continually step in and. And do what he's done for us when he's played there, particularly in in, in that tree with with Salah and Nunes and himself. 
it's it's a credit to him, and it's the big moment. It's the big moment again. That, a, a loss yesterday. Look, look how stupid the results have ended up over the weekend. Right, we didn't capitalize on, on, on the opportunity that was there, but a loss there, and it's poxy. Like, do you know what I mean? It's 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 not a, it's not a great result. But I I, I, I saw someone, many people losing their heads. But lads, as you know, often the sometimes points that you pick up when you're look like you're going to lose them are the points that make the difference at the end of the, at the end of the, the season I, I do think you can't afford to drop points in those games to, if you want to win the league and um, just because of the way it's bought by, by city do you know what i mean so but at, at the same time to get top four to challenge for league titles to be in there with a shout we're three points off city at the moment do you know what i mean it's it's you, that's what you want so yeah i i, I agree with you on, on the Diaz show i think um to retain his focus and his ability to play the way he is is an absolute credit to the guy, um, and I like Hopefully, he he maintains that. Gav, um, I was thinking a bit about this today because we covered it last night a little bit um, towards the end of the show. Obviously, because we we're talking about the game and he scores the equaliser and stuff. But when you look back at his at his Liverpool career, um, he comes in in the January of I want to say twenty two. Um, I'll be right in saying that. Yeah, the January twenty. Yeah, and he, and and like in fairness to him, when he comes in, everyone's really excited about it. Uh, he he it does a bit of a feel off of like just go out and play our game because you're not used to what we're doing, but you're that good. Just get out there and kind of do it. And he he did a good six months with Liverpool. The start of last season, then um or yeah, the start of last season, he was he was our best player, without a doubt, mm-hmm. our best player. Um, like head and shoulders above people, and he gets a, an unfortunate injury at Arsenal that keeps him out for a long time. Um, he's a massive loss, and when he comes back, there's flashes from him and 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 different things. But his his will to get back and and be back um, was was really big. I thought the back end of last season, he's you know he's still finding his feet, and you can see that. Um, you you can see it now because if you look at the start of this season, whereas last season it was kind of was he sure of himself? Had he had he got that blistering kind of pace over that 10 yards that he had before and it probably wasn't there a little bit of he was a bit of in, indecisive but I think the start of this season again he's been really really good what's happened to him on a personal level I think he's done brilliantly with this and I think the club have as well and what I mean by that is I think the club have kept it to an absolute minimum um, they've you know they haven't gone big on it um, and, and that's not the club not you know caring for Luis Diaz or caring for the situation but they've obviously gone listen we're going to say Basically, what we have to say on this when Jurgen Klopp is asked in interviews, we're going to make sure you're okay. If you want to come back, you come back. If you don't, you don't. You know, no one will blame Luis Diaz if he was currently sitting in Colombia going, I'm not I'm not going anywhere until my father comes home. Do you know the sort of way? And if that takes a week or six weeks or fucking six months, you know what I mean? What's his employer going to mm-hmm. say? You know the sort mm-hmm. of way? But I think Liverpool have been brilliant in it. I think he's been brilliant in it. My, ho- my, um, my, my whole thing on this is, is that when I'm making himself available for that game yesterday hopefully because i said last night he'll know more than we do hopefully that's a sign that there's some sort of breakthrough being made on this and he, he does expect his father to be back but having said that it could be his family turn around going listen come here nothing's changed but there's no point in you being in england and doing nothing go and do what you do best go and get it out of your system you know sort of way he comes on yesterday he's a bright spark again he gets the equalizer it was great to see him he um I just think he's a credit to himself. I think he's a credit to his family. Forget the football club for a minute. Um I think he's a credit to himself. I think he's a credit to his family. Uh and you know what? 
like we like to say and we like to kind of think it, but he's at he's at a great place to be to be supported. He's at a great place to be um, looked after. He's a, he's a fan base, um, especially in and around the city. That um, but I, I actually, do you know what? I go as far as to say both sets of fans in the city um, would look out for Luis Diaz. They 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 kind of they know hardship and they know what it is like to lose people, um, you know, and they they know what it's like to be wronged. So Luis Diaz himself, I think, has been exceptional, and from to come back and play, I think, is brilliant. And hopefully, hopefully, it's a, it's a sign that he's more comfortable to come back and play because he not he obviously knows the situation more than us, and we'll see. Um, we'll see a positive outcome to it in the next, well, well ASAP, but hopefully the next few days if, uh, or weeks, whatever it is. But um, now all credit to him. I think uh, from from being a really talented footballer, I think him as a person has gone up in a lot of people's estimations as well. Because people don't know what footballers go through. People don't know what their ins and outs are. They're all just humans <coughs> like the rest of us. Um, but the way he's carried himself and, and the way he's come onto that pitch yesterday and you know, who would have blamed him for coming on the pitch yesterday and having a bleed and someone having a swipe at him and I'm just giving your man a dick. You know what I mean? Like, do you know what I mean? That would have been easy, but he doesn't. He comes on, he scores, and um, and all, all credit to him, all power to him. It's just human nature, though, isn't it? To 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 want to take your mind off things, but obviously an awful lot of people are impacted by these type of things. It's very hard to keep your head straight in, in terms of what you're doing. So you're right, Gavin, in terms of like... um, But it just shows you the, the, the measure of the man. In terms of being able to compartmentalize and and do what he did, um, and so fair play to him. Yeah, I, 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 I'll give that to you, Peter. I, I, I've no issue with it at all. People who make genuine um, differences and make genuine stands, I'm all for it. Um, in terms of what's there, and uh, I, I fully hope that everything works out fairly for his dad um, and for him as well, because it's just a horrible situation to be in. Uh, you know, there's so much shit going on in the world at the moment. It's like it's you just you just I think we're just sick of the bad news day after day in terms of what we have to watch and what we have there's, to do. Sorry, Phil. There's off. There's, there's also a lot of varying reports around this. Mm. Um, you know, he he uh, the, the the crowd that have kidnapped him have said it was a mistake. Then you're seeing no, they've planned this for weeks. Then you're seeing that they're going to release. Then they're not. I'd advise people to just you know not to not to worry about social media and reading. Look, honestly. I'm seeing I'm seeing eighteen and nineteen year old youngfuls that pretend to be journalists fucking quoting Colombian journalists on this and all, all just for clicks. So sit back and just let it run its course. And I'm sure when when the man is released, fingers crossed, we'll know about it. Don't be worrying about all these varying reports. Take them on a massive pinch of salt. Again, it's where credibility's been lost in terms of you know the great things with some some social media up to about five or six years ago was that this was it improved the information, the news flow, and the news cycle. There's there's now so many false abilities to put stories out there because you're prepared to pay for uh, a tick or whatever you want to do to to pump your content up to the top. It's it's a really tough one for people who are out there. So as you said, yeah, keep an eye on the re- reputable people who are involved in this because that's where the news will actually will break properly first it won't be true as harry likes lfc lewis diaz 92 and um he's definitely not reading el mundo deportivo from bogota you know what i mean like it's that's just the way the way it is in terms of what that is so it's um 
yeah, it's it's it is it's it's, it's a tough state for Ferris, but hopefully, as I said, Gav, hopefully it continues to spur him on to the levels of performance he wants there because he obviously sees that's the right way and the right um means of displaying his his support for his dad and and, and, and does what's right with it. Um, and I'm sure the team as a whole want to get behind him and support him in terms of what's there. Um, was there anything else on that, Pete, that you wanted to, to, to talk about? No, I just I just thought it was remarkable because, you know, Colombia, listen, I have Colombian family, family, obviously, and sometimes things like incidents like that can get not lost, but it, it's and it's not an everyday occurrence by by all by any means. But it's something that's part and and parcel, and it's part of the fabric of that country. To be honest with you, it's it's a cultural thing. It's it's how a lot of gangs make their money. To be honest, so sometimes things like that can get washed under the and the human aspect can get lost a little bit, and the impact. And as Gav alluded to earlier on, there's so many bad things going on in the world. It's almost oh, it's just another bad thing. So you know. You, you, you know, I'm looking at the guy being part of things, and it's like anything. We've all been part of clubs or work, and bad things have happened. And you know that camaraderie can sometimes really save you from going crazy. To be honest with you, and it looks like Liverpool, being the club it is, have embraced that, and I think the whole city have. And I just, but I just have so much respect for the guy chomping at the bit to you know, to be part of things and then getting on and not, as I said, not going the other way, not not swiping hooves at people, not being, actually being the only bit of class. If you had been on 15 or 20 minutes earlier, you'd probably win the game, to be honest. But what can you do, you know? Yeah, it's just amazing. The guy just amazes me. I, I could never do it. Never do it. Uh, on that note, given that he has scored the odd spectaculars, Gav, you want to talk about the death of the worldy in terms of the yeah, way I think what our goals. I think what our goals are going out of football. Um, mm. Like, I tell you, the very odd time you get someone going, what a playing goal, you know what I mean? And you might be doing something else, you know what I mean? You'd be, you'd be, you could be out. You could be out doing something. You could be out playing golf. You could, like, the amount of times I've been out playing golf and there might be a whatever match on and you get someone going, you know, you check your WhatsApp or whatever, and it goes, oh, what a bleeding goal, right? And you're kind of going, oh, this would be a 30-yard fucking blemmer, you know what I mean? Volley, whatever. And you go in, and it's like a fucking one-two around the edge of the box, and it's cut-packed for a fella to head in the goal, and you're like, that's not a what a bleeding goal, that's just a goal. Um, now, I don't know, maybe I'm getting old, and maybe I'm just forgetting things, but I genuinely think the whopper goals are going out of football. The ones where you go, holy fuck, like, you know what I mean? The ones where when they hit them, they stay hit. You know, it's, mm. I think it's just going, and look, it's the way football's gone. You know, everything's mm. about possession, everything's about, and it's lovely to watch, don't get me wrong, and, and the speed they do with that is amazing. Um, but everything's about angles, you know, triangles, making triangles, making angles, getting to the end line, getting around behind teams. And I just want, I, I think, like, when you look at goals of the season, now, is, the, is it absolutely whopper goals or is it just great technical moves? Do you know what I mean? And I don't know. Like, Can anyone name me a whopper goal this season? Like yeah, a really I whopper. Can. I can. I right. can name you one, right? I can yeah. name you one, right? Um, that Nunes goal in, in the Marabou Stark Nightmare Cup there during the week, right? The, um, do you remember his first touch was so bad he was like yeah. Carlton Parma with the first touch, right? And it took him so far outside where he was meant to be, and then he had to score an absolute blemmer over the keeper, Corlin Rocket. The last time of a goal I've seen like that was like, do you remember? Um, actually, 
your man Origi used to do it all the time for us. He used to love to just cut in on the right hand side and take a shot from outside the box and bend it into the top corner. But Nunes hit that ball like he hated himself for how bad his fourth touch was. And I think to mm. your point, right? Like people are saying there, Saba's lie against Leicester. That's a good goal. Yeah. Takes yeah, it, it's one good. touch, smashes it in the top corner, right? And and that's 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 a really, really good goal. Nunes is a is a is a is a great goal. Because I think it's harder than Sobosloy's goal because he cuts inside, it's 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 on the deck and he's calling it as well. Do you know what I mean? He's not just smashing it. I just I think they're going out of the game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, remember remember But I I remember watching match of the day. I do you remember you used to watch um, goals on Sunday? And nearly every week you'd be going, Did you see that bleeding goal your man scored? He just hammered it. You know what I mean? And it's it's not um it, I, I think i'm not saying they're not there that's a stupid thing to say actually and i probably did say it so i apologize but it's just the regularity of goals getting smashed into goals do you know what i mean it, i think it's i think it's do you think I though think do you think right so the last remember like when before tiago retired there remember he scored that goal in europe last year and it was deadly right do you think though like you're right the style of football has changed it's all about and there's, there's statistics to prove that there's less shots being taken from outside the box than ever before, right? Mm. Um, and I think it goes deeper than this. I think kids are so well coached these days and are brought through so many academies that the, the years of just hitting belters, right? Because, like, the coaches are saying, don't take it. You know, you're giving away possession. It loses possession too quickly. You know, it gives the ball back to the opposition team if it goes out for a... For a a, a goal kick, yada yada yada, and we mightn't get it back. For, and we have to do this, we have to do that. But like, fellas, used to when you're growing up, you used to just go out and just try smash the ball as hard as you can into a goal. You know what I mean? I used to get, I used to be really excited as a kid, as a ten year old child, when they put the nets up in front of the goal, and I just go out with a ball and just absolutely start hitting the ball as hard as I can into the net. Nowadays, they they want to be like Messi and just rolling around and and take the ball, pass and dribble it in and pass it into the net. Even mm. like. I, I, the other thing is, that I think goalkeepers are shit an awful lot at, 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 at shots these days. Like, there's too much focus now on being able to pass the ball, right? <laughs> You're looking at so many of these things. Did you see that goal that Martinez let in for, uh, against them for uh, for Villa this week? Where was he? Where was he? Like you couldn't put down any goal that Anana's let in for United this year as being anyway decent, and half of them was being like shots that wouldn't have even registered. Back in the day, you know, yeah. what I mean? it's like it's... maybe maybe I'm just maybe I'm just yearning for that, you know, Stuart Pierce lashing the ball, Mihailovic lashing. Remember your man off um, Mihailovic, was it? That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, very famous racist. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> very famous racist. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. Let's not, let's not let's not talk about that. But he's some left foot. It's so incredible. <clears throat> but you know what I mean? Like just like Risa, Risa just used to go. Listen, I'm just hammering this. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you, and I'm not saying like go back to the days where the football was shy, but fellas lashed the ball hard. I'm just saying, I, I do you know what I think it's come from? I think it's actually come from the fact that Liverpool stopped shooting from outside the box for about three years, like mm-hmm. genuinely stopped. Like you, you, you you'd never, you'd never get an, an, an incident where the ball would break and 25, 30 yards out, and you go, he's hitting that. He wouldn't. Except he just Mo. spread it. He just spread Mo. it. Yeah, Mo just yeah. loves coming in and hitting that, but just yeah. spread. You know, he'd spread it wide. You know the sort of way, and I think it's kind of come back into me th- into me thinking because Sabasloy definitely loves him, and I think Gravenberch, um, 
Gravenberch, I think, is following in Sue. He he loves getting the ball and getting around his feet and hitting it. And yeah. when I'm seeing this now, probably from Liverpool, um, it's making me think, are they going out of the game? And I think they are. I'd love to see the average distance goals are scored from, right? Um, now, as as opposed to even 10 years ago. I'd say the average distance has shortened considerably, you know what I mean, when you add in the amount of long shot. Yeah goals yeah. are there i i think i think there's a there's a valid thing being said in the chat there that's also right so the balls have gotten lighter right mm-hmm. but the boots are less made out of leather these days it could it be that the softer boots right you know the way like I'm, and i'm not saying that like a harder boot allows you to do it right but just mm-hmm. that the actual contact doesn't allow for absolute because you know when you're on the beach in ireland and you're playing football and you hit the ball really hard with your foot and it's really sore but if you had a pair of predators on you and you hit the ball really hard, it wouldn't be sore. So, yeah. Is it that the boots, could the boots have an impact? Uh, do we need to do a science test on this? But the ball's lighter. So it doesn't really make a difference. Do you know what I mean? It is hard though. Yeah, I know. That but look, let's be honest about it. Players players design their own boots to an inch of their lives. Like, if it was going to hurt them because they're kicking the ball, they're going to say, listen, that's hurting me because, you know, the leather's <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying it's hurting them. I'm just saying it's not as cushiony. But we're not, yeah, I don't know, like, you have, like, I think the lighter the ball has got compared to the lightness of the boot, it probably matches up with how heavy the ball was 15 years ago as opposed to how heavy the boot was. So everything's getting now, lighter, do you know the, what I mean? This just, this just shows you how old you are. The balls weren't that heavy 15 years ago. Because 15 years ago is 2008. Ba- yeah, well, then it is old. So I'm talking 30 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all, all, whenever I think about it, all I can think is my dad deltas. Uh, so now you're going back to the 90s. They <laughs> were fucking, they were like concrete blocks hitting you in the cold. Um, but no, I just don't know. Maybe, maybe I need to watch more football to see more deadly goals. But I don't. I always find when a, when a stunning one goes in, Mm. It just goes viral. Whereas when stunning ones were going in 10 years ago, I was like, oh, there's another fucking one. Someone's yeah. hit that. Sure, remember your man last week, he got one the same. And I think they're yeah. just going out of the game. And it, I think it's down to the style. I think it's the way teams play. They like to keep the ball. They like to play it. They like yeah. to... They play, yeah. they, they play percentages and odds even when they're very... Even that close to the goal. And maybe that's what it is. And I, I'm just that's saying exactly football. I'm just saying football I mean, is shite. That's basically you've got, your, you've got your coach, Michael. It's the, it's the coaching of winning now. And what are, what are the odds of a long shot going in? So it's been two things are being coached out of the game gradually, shooting from distance and heading the ball. I mean, you look at, for example, a player like the worst centre forward I've seen in a long time, that Jackson tonight. Jackson had a header, on, had a head, but he had, he's terrible. He had a header under the bar, literally under the bar at one all, and he's headed it straight at um, the Danish kid who likes to put on a big show that he's the muscle man, little man syndrome. Can't remember his, his name, but he's headed straight at him. Hoiberg. Yeah, if you're if you're if you're practicing heading the ball from a yard out in training or from five yards, you're putting that in the bottom corner. Like for example, Didier Drogba, who was probably the last great header of a football. Him and Ibrahimovic to play at this level. That's been that's gone. Heading is gone out of the game. The only people ahead of ball probably now are centre halves. You know, it's that's gone. That's gone out of the game. And shooting from distance is next. Because why? It's, it's like you say, if if. If you can isolate a fullback or isolate a centre half, get in behind them and roll it into the bottom corner. That's what the and the quality of goalkeepers arguably is supposed to be better now. I mean, if you're looking at Alison Becker, for example, you're thinking, what's the point? What's the point in having a knock from 20 yards? It's not going to happen. 
yeah, so the fun, the fun, the randomness is getting coached out of it, to be honest. I mean, fullbacks, you know, aren't really they're contributing two two goals, but from wider, higher positions, you know, they're getting assists, but they're not the, the Stuart Pierce's are gone, who, you know, might get ten goals in the season for you. Dennis Irwin's are gone, you know, who get goals. But Pete, is that not a, is that not a symptom where even down to taking shots from free kicks is less prevalent? So like, yeah, yeah. Nowadays, right. Ronaldo Ronaldo wouldn't have got to spend ten years not not scoring a free kick, or mm. even let's give a better one. Roberto Carlos went twenty two years haven't scored only one free kick ever, right? And never scored a free kick after. Never scored a free kick. Scored a, scored a free kick in Toulon in 1997 mm. and then never scored a free kick after that again, but took yeah. close to 14,000 free kicks across the course of his football career. Oh, on the outside of his left boot, right? Mm. And never scored one after that. So, you, like, you've got to think about it. Like, now, when you think about free kicks now where they would have been shots previously, they don't seem to be shots anymore. It's almost about well, try work work a, a different different position, pull the defense this way, pull like that's why you sort of Trent was a bit of a throwback when I started seeing him getting the chance to take the free kicks, um, because he was good at it as well. That was that was great, mm. um, and Shabazz um, but yeah, it was it's like you. I wouldn't mind him taking a few free kicks because he yeah. seems to be able to kick the ball he's, from he's far away. Like it's a ball it stays here, to be fair. Yeah. Well, we, to be fair, Virgil. Virgil can take a free kick as well. He never gets them. He never gets on them. I mean, Salah gets on them, and I'm sorry, he's, he can't hit them. I mean, every time Salah gets on a free kick, I'm like, why? He can't He can't free Egypt. It's terrible. It's Honestly, it's terrible. But again, we won't, but for me, as I said, there's a lot of things getting... Bored out of the game. I mean, it bores me. Sometimes you see a ball rolling across the 18-yard line and you just want to see someone hitting it. But then someone, there's a couple of lads do hit it and it goes high and wide. And next to the ball, the manager's arms are going in the air. And I'm like, that's 18 yards out. What are you doing? Should be encouraging that. It's, and that's part of it as well. Lads aren't hitting it because they know. They know if it doesn't, doesn't go into the bottom or top corner, they're going to get an earful. From him and maybe get dragged. You know, do you know? Do you know what? Do you know what else? Do you know what else as well? I, as I think, corner taken has gone down the fucking drain in, in the, the last few years as well. Yeah, I watched. I watched Newcastle against Arsenal the other day, and Arsenal got three corners in a row, right? And your man Trossard, your man Trossard went to take them, right? And every single one, he put the ball down on the on the quadrant. He put his hand up in the air as if, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck that is, right? And just proceeded to kick every single one of them. All three of them are just above waist height, and it didn't even get to the front post. That's and what I we was did like, for years. Why can't people, like genuinely, right? If you want to score a goal in a corner, right? You, the chances are you need to put the ball between the posts for some fella to score. Unless yeah. you are hammering that head height at a million miles an hour flat at that front post for a fella to come on and barely get a touch on him for it to win the goal. It has to go between the posts. And the amount of professional footballers that proceed to kick this fucking thing. Like they genuinely cannot kick the mm. ball above head height. And what are we talking? 30 yards? Yeah. 30 oh, fucking oh, oh, yards. Oh, oh. 
I won't lie. To you. <coughs> Remember, we went for the best part. But you know, sorry. But you know what else, Phil? He years. puts his hand up, right? He puts his hand up, or else he puts his two hands up. Whatever the fuck he does. But that's obviously a signal to. I'm going front. I'm going back. I'm going whatever, right? But the gas thing is, there isn't an Arsenal player to be seen where he kicks it. So I don't know what the fuck. I don't know whether they're misreading the signals or whether he's just shy of corners. But corners, no, no, I, are desperate. I, 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 Honestly, right. So I remember being really frustrated about Liverpool. It must have been, Jesus, must have been twenty thirteen, and um, mm. just annoyed because we could never score off a corner for the best part of fifty years. We couldn't score off a corner, even when we were winning everything in the eighties. We couldn't score off a corner. It was brutal, right? So yeah. when I went to Anfield, I actually walked from the corner flat. You know, what I mean? <laughs> you can do the tour of the stadium. Just for the tour of the stadium. Because I wanted I wanted to walk the length from the corner flag to where the first post was to try to figure out is this unusually wide? Is there something funny about it? Is that an angle or whatever? And I couldn't get over how short the distance was. So then I started to think to myself, actually, because Anfield's not that wide of a pitch. It's like it's 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 probably standard size, but it's when you're there, you, you, I couldn't get over how short the distance was between that and the near post. Yeah, and I just re- I just realised like I, they were trying to be cute, too cute. If you think since Klopp has I come would in, say it's no more than thirty yards. No more, no more. Yeah. Right. And, when you I'm stand in the when you stand in the copper Anfield, right? If you stand in the copper Anfield, you see the obviously you can see perfectly the full width of the pitch. And like the, the, the width from the sideline to the to the line of the box on the down the sides is not massive. Like if you actually stand you know the way you have the corner flag need the ten yard marker on the end line. There's not a hell of a lot between that and the, the line of the box. And then from the line of that box in is probably another fifteen yards. It's thirty yards to kick a football. Overhead height. That's all it is. But they've developed this concept that they're going to plough it into the middle of that front post, right? Beat the first man, but just above head height. I think to get this this fascination that they're just going to put it over his head, right? And someone's going to come barreling into that near post and bury it into the top corner. <clears throat> but in reality, most of the best corners are often whipped to the back post for someone to put it back across the goal. And the, the last goal. threat, the last real threat that we had, besides the likes of Virgil van Dijk, and I don't see him enough from corners, was Sammy Hippie. Sammy Hippie was lethal. Scarl, the people in the chat there are saying Scarl as well. No, I'm not having that. Scarl was crap at everything. Scarl <laughs> scored loads of goals with his head. Scarl was, Scarl was brutal. He scored a last-minute equaliser against Arsenal. He scored two against Arsenal. Yeah, Arsenal. He scored against City at Anfield. And, 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 and Arsenal. Scored, he, scored a video, he scored a volley away at City. Yeah. Uh, mind you, he, so, he put a few to his own net as well. Though, no, Hippie yeah, yeah, was lethal. Sammy was lethal. Lethal. I, I'm just saying, I just wanted to I just wanted to bring it to people's attention that the Whopper goals are, are going out of football and corners are a fucking disgrace. Actually, do you know what they should do? If the ball doesn't clear the front post, the referee just blows and gives a free out. Free out. <laughs> yeah. Free out. Free out. And do you know what I'm waiting for? I'm waiting for fucking magic lines to appear on the pitch now and in the next five years, right? Anywhere between the eighteen yard line and say the Edge of the you know the circle, the center circle. Where does top the tip of the center circle to the edge of the D? That's just got a light up, neon lighting on it when a player gets in there, and it's like you shoot and score up there. It's two. You know what I mean? Because it's going to get that bad. I'm, I'm telling you, it's going to get that fucking bad that people are going to go. Nobody's you, shooting anymore. Hang on. Could you imagine? Could you imagine the level of decisions that would be arsed up if that if trying to implement that? 
Right, if they can't even get the if a fella's onside or offside or, or push the fella, in oh the no, back, I'm not, I'm not going for VAR. I'm literally going for a fella. I'm literally going for a fella, right? Where you know, like, you like, you know, like on the, you know, like on the telly, right? Mm-hmm. When you're watching American football, you know the imaginary fucking lion to get the force yeah, yeah. down, right? It's, yeah, it's yeah. imaginary. Like people think it's real. It's not. No, right? no, it's, it's, it's drawn on the screen. It's drawn on the, the screen, and when it goes company. down the pitch side, it's just a fella with a big stake. Going, yeah, here, right? A big stick, right? A big shepherd stick. What I'm saying is, I'm not looking for VAR. I think what we should do is just have a fella, right? Just one fella. Doesn't have to be fucking anyone, right? Pick them at random, sit in the home, wherever he wants, right? And they just put the technology in from, and his telly just lights up with this on it. And when it goes, it's that two goals, he's just smoking and he just goes, yeah, that's two. Right, and he just gets on the ref. That's two, and everyone's gone bananas. He's like, "It's fucking two. I'm the only one with the technology. It's two. That's what I think should happen. <laughs> it's two. So, yeah. I said so. That's yeah. the end. Now, Gav, you're, imagine how many shows would be about. Your man just said that. Your man's a United fan. <laughs> like, honestly, that's all you get, right? You need yeah. if you're going to do this. I I like the light up the idea, right? But it's yeah. motion sensitive, so it has to like when you go into it. it there's no there's nobody pressing a button until. But you see, there's a thing on. in the football now that tells you it's over the line, or not. so what you can do is you can program no, this. That's right? why you're wrong. You can program this football. You can program a chip in this football, right? That when it gets into these zones, right? Yeah, when it gets into these zones. On the pitch, on the screen, boom, imaginary fucking, that this big thing comes up like in American football. And everyone knows, oh, it's a two-pointer here if he has a belt, right? And it has like to go straight in. Any deflections don't count. It's from the time it hits the ball. I'm, I'm going completely off tangent here, but I'm just telling you that football's no going mad. Goals aren't, whopper goals aren't here enough. So this is where it's going to end up. What about South America, though? Did you watch the Libertadores final? <laughs> Great. <laughs> the lads are mad. I didn't watch it live. I, went, I watched yeah. extended highlights of it because the lads were telling me absolute bananas. Right? It's just crazy, isn't it? It's just a different game. It's amazing. It's fucking insane. Your man scores that goal. It's a bleed great goal. You're off. Good luck. What? Yeah. You got in the crowd. Fuck off. We don't care. Get off. You know what I mean? Just and there's a hundred thousand people in the America now ready to bleed and kill the referee. It's oh. it's a ah, it's a different game over there. That's a great show. Instead of the D lighting up, the ball lights up. So you can activate yeah. a power play on the ball. Bang! Yeah. The yeah. ball is red and away you yeah. go. I like that one. Yeah, I like yeah. this. I like... Yeah. But the manager should or have Or maybe the lights dim the in the stadium slightly, you know? Maybe the lights dim in the stadium. So, you know, like, you know, you know, like when, when it's like in the films where will they make this shot and it's like boom, 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 and everything kind of goes a bit dim. Maybe we could do that and then just lash the lights on real, real fucking brilliant. All the LEDs about, on there. Hang on. What about, here's an idea, right? The manager gets one power play per game, right? Each manager gets one power play per game. and if you, But if you score off it, you get to have another one, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so you hit the button, right? But you can't, it can't, you can't hit the power. There's no power players allowed inside the But this is where it's going to go. It can like, only your man's doing it. Your man's doing it. What's his name? The fella used to play for Barcelona. He's doing the mad seven aside football. The fellas in masks and all playing it. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Jared PK. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's a fella playing in the mask because apparently he's still a professional footballer, but he's having he's yeah. having to crack with PK. Seven aside, ball is in the middle. When you blow the whistle, he's all run towards the ball to see who gets it and all. Mad stuff. But I'm telling you, when you look at the rules around rugby and, and different things, the way they change things to make it more exciting. Mm-hmm. Football's going to go that way, I'm telling you. It's going to go that I like, way. I, I like the idea of power play with uh, light you up ball. 
The only problem you have is that when the Saudi Arabians and the Qatari lads buy extra power plays in a match um, yeah. that we aren't aware of, that'll be annoying. Yeah. That'll annoy us. When well, they're buying extra square play. footage of the imaginary yeah. lighting, that's imaginary lighting. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they get, get, they get two buttons, and yeah. then yeah. and then and then then yeah, because that's why I prefer South American football. I was on. I only mentioned it to Keith and, and Shawnee on Saturday night. Um, it's much better watching games where there's none of that involved, isn't it? It's like where it's just pure football. Still, oh, this was football. madness. This was. Yeah. I was watching the extended highlights, and I was just like, "This is their business." And now I know why Keith loves it. Keith watches it religiously. I think yeah. it was deadly. Pure. Anyway, pure. I'll go back. I'll go back to the drawing board. I may come back next week with a list of Troy power play rules that not that yeah. would make them into football. I think. As an alternative to football, I think this might be the crack. That's all <laughs> so, I'm saying. Sort of football. We call it sort of ball. Just, yeah, sort of ball we call it. And I'll, I'll be back to this. Okay, right, Grant. We'll keep, we'll keep that in mind. We'll look forward to it next week. We might be able to get into the next World Games. Um, if you, if there you, you go. Games. Well, if shit lights up and you get power plays. Well, hang on, all. hang on, Pete. You're laughing, right? Because the nobody world, cares about The World Games no, was whopper. <laughs> Because nobody cares about athletics or any of those sports that are in the Olympics anymore, they've now started binning the sports and they're starting to put things like flag football, flag American football into the Olympics. Um, lots yeah, of but they're like a bit, the, the war games are a little bit cheaty, aren't they, Phil? Because like, yeah. there's definitely, uh, there was definitely like, um, was it was it the field hockey? And they just called it stickball. <laughs> it was the exact same thing. They just didn't, Robin's they just couldn't call it hockey. It was Robin and calling a different name. And yeah, then they had like car parks in Birmingham, Alabama, and they just put a lot of blue carpet down and went. That's the that's the that's, that's the, the roller rink. That's the roller, roller rink. rink. It was fucking incredible. It's it only every four do, years. Yeah, we're not going to do. We're not going to do two years. skating. We're going to do roller skating on a car park in Alabama in a random building beside on blue carpet. On. Yeah, on blue yeah. carpet, and that's, amazing. That, that's all you need. I can't yeah. wait till the next World Games. I'm going to. Is it four no. years away? Four years away. Every two years, could, Phil, no? No, it could be three. It's, it's the war games. They Brands choose whatever they want. Yeah. yeah. Well, once, they, once they can get a host city to host it, they're going, we're going for it. The only problem is, that that's the now that's the type of things the Saudi Ravens are rob as well. Like, you just your head will be wrecked, right? They yeah. take all the good things. You can take our World Cups, but leave our World Games alone. Leave the World Games alone. <laughs> They'll have that massive spaceship thing. I, I, I would I would consider going to the War Games for two to three just weeks for the just Name for that sport. Name like that just, sport. Just going around some some town slash city remember in America. What? Remember the canoe marathon? The canoe marathon. Yeah. It was fucking insane. Where there was and no then, end. And there was it like... Um, it, was long. it was basically an elimination race. So you yeah. just kept... Everyone lasted the longest <laughs> in a canoe. It was, oh, it was brilliant. Anyway, go on, my way off topic. Go on, where are you going? Yeah, oh, everyone. Uh, well, talk about the war games. I, I just want to talk about how Eddie Howe is a goblin. That's right. basically what I want to talk about, right? Okay. Like, I, I'm, I'm really annoyed. I'm not annoyed, but like, I keep seeing him in press conferences and interviews and his, his face, it's just, it's morphed. It's like... He's been taken to a Peter Jackson um, Lord of the Rings movie and they're gradually disfiguring his face into something weird. And he's a, there's a hint of Steve Bruce starting to come through. If you look, it's almost like the Saudi Arabian ads have taken him off. It's like his face thing. is melting, isn't it? It is pure evil. It's pure evil. Once you're, once you're intoxicated by pure evil, you start to turn ugly. 
true. Well, I, here's the thing. I thought I thought the Newcastle lads who've taken over have started doing body snatching where they get lookalikes to come in and replace the people who are there. And you start thinking, is that did they always look like that, or did, have they started changing recently? Yeah, they body the same thing is happening with Eddie Howe. But I, I can't like this guy has literally no opinion on anything ever about mm. anything to do with anything that he's no. ever asked, right? But always has an opinion when nobody asks him, right? And he'll say whatever he needs to say to, to get whatever response he likes out of the press who seem to like him. Because if Eddie Howe was Edvaldo Howendo, right, he'd be getting chased out of England by all the press at this stage. Cool. Right? The only fact, the only fact is he managed Bournemouth, f- landed the Newcastle job because nobody who was going to buy the club. That's a feel good story. Feel good story to hear, you know. Oh, he's like. Honest to God, like you know, I, I'm surprised that I, I'd, I'd love to be a fly on the wall in the, the league managers, the LMA thing, because I'd say the level of hate that's going to be in that room with so many of them is going to be off the charts. But like for me, anyway, the head them, he just looks like he looks like the Green Goblin out of Spider Man. Do you know if you, if you actually look at that face, it starts to tweet into and it's like you can yeah, see he's so ugly. But it's 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 what happens. I believe Phil, we're joking about it. But it's what happens when you're conflicted. I like I I believe that people are intrinsically good. But when you're faced by something that's just raw, horrible, and you have to you know face it out to the public, I think it it conflicts you on the inside. Starts to switch you a little bit. I think that's what because Eddie Howe, nice looking fella. You know, I'd say good, decent looking lad. He's starting to twist a little bit because he knows that's what happens. I think that all that ugliness. Stuff that you have to listen to every day, people that you have to have meetings with every day, knowing full well that these people are a head chopping re- regime and that a lot of your own fan base are alienated to it. So you start, start to twist you. Probably he's, he's having conversations at home with his wife and his kids, and they're probably of age looking at him going, How can you work for them? those people? They're absolute monsters. That's the reality of it. And it starts to twist you and conflict you if you're anyway decent. And which he obviously is by nature, but it, it grabs you and it twists you. What happens? <laughs> Gav actually looks like his name is Eduardo Helendo these days. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back. Kev says the 2025 World Games is in Chengdu, China. I'm not going to China. No, thanks. I'd, no. I'd be, I'd be on for that. No, I want it in America. Oi. The World Games should always be in America. I don't know no, for sure, Gav. It's the I best think... place on earth for madness. Well, uh, on, on the basis that... It, like, it I'll tell you why it should be in America. Because, right, Wait. if there's a sport... Sorry, we get back on... I'll, get, I'll answer Eddie Howe now in a minute, right? But <laughs> if there's a sport in the world that you want to make up, right? Just make it up. Just fucking... Uh, listen, lads. Um, you know, throw tennis balls over your head and whoever lands them most in that fucking paddle pool over there wins. You can guarantee the Americans are going to call themselves world champions, are they? Right? Of course they will. So, the world game should be in America. Right? It's accessible. They'll go around. Any sort of sport you bring to them, they'll be like, yeah, fuck it. I'm all in because I'll be world champion. Mate, the only player literally in your town, nowhere else in the world, I don't give a fuck, I'm world champion. And you, yeah. you, you can get behind that. So, China can fuck off. We wait till 2027. Because it was 2023, the last one, wasn't it? I, like I yeah I I'm I'm all for spreading out to, to the oak. It's like, but you can imagine like what what the <laughs> God looks like he's addicted to chewing tobacco. Our manager chef here Wednesday <laughs> in 1983. Oh God! 
Now, oh, to, to, back, back, back to the point on, on, on where the war game, the war game should be held. Um, oh, sorry. The, oh, yeah, we're talking about Eddie. Uh, Eddie Howe, <laughs> yeah. he is the Green Goblin. And everyone's asking, William Defoe, I'll give, I'll give you that, but with the mask on. Right, yeah. he just. <coughs> I can't. I can't. I can't stand the Newcastle team. It's ruining football. It's ruining everything. Right, and he's the figurehead of it. You can say whatever you want. He's the figurehead of what it is. He has no backbone. Hasn't stood up for anything. And as far as he concerned, everything's all right. And he's loving. He's loving the press where they're talking about how Eddie Howe's created a miracle at Newcastle. Mm. And it's it's really annoying me. Really yeah, annoying me. I've I've never liked Eddie Howe. Ever. I did. I no, I never liked him. Never liked him. I really? thought he was um he was manager right. of Barmouth. You see the team of Eddie Howe is Eddie Howe was manager of Barmouth, right? Fucked them off, went to Burnley, right? Got homesick in fucking Burnley, right? Um when he was like from Barmouth, which is probably about two hundred miles, right? Madness. Went back to Barmouth. And I always thought whenever I seen him, I always thought and I feel you touched on it there, he always felt like he'd nothing interesting to say. Mm. Ever. Right? Now, he goes to Newcastle, and I think he goes to Newcastle, probably think he's on a bit of a hiding to nothing, because Newcastle are a basket case club. He's brought in, and you're thinking, he'll do okay, he'll get six months to a year, they'll bin him off, and they'll go fucking mad. Which may still happen, by the way, because what happens is, when you get a bit of success, you want more and more, and you go bigger and bigger and bigger. Go back and look at the previous Man City managers that have won league titles, right? Um, I'm going to see what I'm laughing at now. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> Why are you squealing like a pig? <laughs> oh, <so. laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> One of the sports in the next World Games is casting, right? Casting. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> it's not how far you can get the rod, like the fishing rod, out into the lake, is it? Sort of, except there's no lake. You put a stone on the end of the rod. Ah, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. Fuck off. No, I'm not having it. I'm not having it's it. Okay. But if, anyone's, if anyone doesn't know it, go up and look, look up the list of uh, sports in the last war games. It was phenomenal. But anyway, Eddie Howe. So, Eddie Howe then. You see, he always, you see, he's the wrong person to put in charge of Newcastle if you want to have someone to defend yourself. And maybe he's the right person at the same time because he's just not capable of it, right? So he just sits there looking like a fucking tick and that'll get you away with most things. Um, I th- in fairness, I think he's done a really, really good job with the players he's brought in. They haven't gone absolutely rasher with money yet. They haven't, in fairness to them. And what I would say is, because of their previous owner, Mike Ashley, and his lack of spend over the last three to five years before they were taken over, they had every right to go and spend upwards of three, four hundred million without being touched with regards to FFP. Now, having said that, now they're in Europe, they're going to be judged on every you know three years but they're probably waiting to see what happens man see before they go and do anything right but you can see these sponsors coming in they're sponsored by short sponsor is saudi the the slave sponsor is is saudi there's got like it's just saudi airlines are now coming in and all that there's all sorts going on but the biggest thing with me for eddie how is i th- i think phil hit the nail on the head he can't answer a question he cannot answer a fucking question and when he's asked about who owns newcastle football club the, the the country that they're they're um associated with, he he actually he actually comes off better than some managers, other managers because other managers go, no, blah, 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 and then you go, Well he's fucking shite now. But he actually comes across as a bit of an idiot. 
and that's what gets him away with it. Um, on the pitch, he, he's done really well. There's no you can't you cannot deny that, and it's not like he's gone out and bought ten seventy million pound footballers. He hasn't when you look through the team, but I think what's going to kill him is I think is what when it comes down to it, they'll want a bigger name. They'll want a bigger name and a bigger name and a bigger name and he'll get binned and he'll be back managing somebody and we'll see how it goes. And when he wrote a book about it, about, you know, the crooked raid, they, they, they call him, listen, the whole thing is sick. I mean, Newcastle were probably everybody's second or third favourite club. Everybody liked Newcastle. I, I, they, they, were, they were my favourite team to beat this year. The way we beat them, it was just great. It couldn't have, it just, from one minute to 90, it just couldn't have happened in a better way. I, I, I absolutely despise him. Despise him and the look on him and that Tyndall idiot as well was great. I hope, honestly, and, and then Tonali getting done the way he got done. You know, but the Tonali one is weird because he, if, I'm, if I'm Newcastle, I'm asking questions. Did you fucking know about this before we signed him? And um, <clears throat> that's a bit of a mad one. Um, but can we, can we just get back to these war games? Because like, there's just loads coming in about it. Ashley says, Phil, have you seen the Dragon Boat race they're proposing for 2025? Yeah, so but Dragon Boat shouldn't be a strange thing. We have a Dragon Boat, an Irish Dragon Boat Association. What's a Dragon Boat race? race? It's basically a, a, a boat with people rowing in it, right? But instead of having the, the oars affixed to the side like we'd normally see with it, right? It's like a Hawaiian 5 row. Oh, well, but it's in those... Those those Chinese boats that look like they have a dragon's tail and a dragon's head in it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's so basically so it, it fits it fits well with the World Games thing because it's just to make it's a sport that looks like a sport but it's just a, a, the same sport with a different name. But casting lads, I'm 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 broken over casting. Just reckons, just reckons the World Games main event is a hundred and twenty meter air guitar race. <laughs> I have an I, I have an idea. I have an idea, right? I have an idea for for a sport for it, right? You listen to this, right? Yeah. So, well, I remember doing this when I was a kid, right? Don't ask me why, right? But do you remember? Do you remember they used to get the, you know, the plastic golf golf sets? Plastic. The kids yeah. would you get in the shops, and you get the the, the plastic ball, golf balls with them. Yeah. Right. They didn't go anywhere. Right. Yeah. Right. But the golf clubs were shy with them, right? So I remember me and a mate of mine years ago, what we used to do was we used to put the ball on a tee in the garden, right? And then about 30 yards across the road was like a a, a little p- patch of grass, right? Yeah. And what we do is we put on a tee, but we'd hit the ball with a tennis racket. Do you get me? So imagine a tennis racket in your hand, the ball on yeah, the tee. The plastic ball. Yeah. But you swing the tennis racket like you'd swing a golf club. So the, the, the ball comes off the strings and it goes flying in the air. You have to try to get it across the road to land on this pitch of grass. I have it. I'd be, I'd Racket be golf. Off. Tennis balls. Racket golf. Racket golf. Mm-hmm. Racket golf. Yeah. Racket golf. But no, you're not now, trying to get it in a hole. You're not trying to get it in a hole. You're just trying to get it into a, like, you know, a, a circle zone. You know, yeah. 10 points for this, 10 points. And then what you could do is you could have, like, if it's not really windy, you could have, like, fans on. And they could be swinging, and you have to time it so the ball doesn't get fucking deviated. No. Do you so not think Eddie Howe is AliExpress Brendan Rogers? Like that's to me, that's what he always has been, right? Yeah. And I know it's uh, like it's, Brendan it's, Rogers. Brendan Rogers had uh, is a lot more intelligent than him. But but yeah. this this is my that point. Is he's Ali. He's AliExpress Brendan Rogers. Brendan Rogers has managed Liverpool, 
and Celtic, right? He's gotten to managing the Champions League and he's had relative, I'll just say relative success. He finished runners-up in the league with Liverpool, right? Um, and he made a name for himself. But he has an interesting line in verbiage when he talks to the press. And he, as, as a fan of the club, he doesn't offend anyone and he's not afraid to make statements, as we know, right? Um, whereas Eddie Howe is like all that removed. And he yeah. hasn't got the teeth done. Yeah, because when you, ask him, when you ask a question, Ali it just kind of goes... Rogers. When you ask when you ask him a question, it just goes. He just goes, and he kind of keeps tucking his chin into his chest while he's talking, and then he's just finished. Um, yus or not yus? Uh, Red Steve says, "There's already a game where you hit a ball with a tennis racket, yeah, but not a golf ball, not a plastic golf ball. This is like world games level. This isn't like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, That's like I want, I want, I'd love to see lads turn up that, you know, with the with the fucking top of the range tennis rackets tuned to the max." To try to hit this plastic ball. Um, if anyone has any more, well, can I? I've 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 another suggestion, right? So, because the war games operate on its own calendar, so you're thinking 2022, 2025. The next one isn't until 2029, right? So the um, 2027. So, no, 2029. It's not. The, the war games on in 2025. 2025, yeah, but then it's not on again until 2029. Oi. They're having a break. <laughs> Fuck! What do you mean a break? <laughs> the fucking thing is every two. There's a hundred no, and four weeks between each each one. There's not because the the last one was 2017 and then there wasn't another one until 2022. It's on its own. It was own 2023 the last one. No, no, it fits with. It actually fits with right. It has to fit with the rotation of Mars around the sun. So Fuck it's very off, important. Yeah. It, there has to be one in 2027. <laughs> there isn't because the and 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 we could actually launch a bid for the world. Everyone's going mad about the the European Championships. I'm saying bin the European Championships and let's go as the host city for the war games in 2029. Gav. Dublin could be the host city for the war games in 2029. No, I don't want it in Dublin. I want it in, I, I, I want I, it in I, fucking ew. Texas. I want it in Texas, America. I want it I want to go where I want, people I, I want to go where people just fucking just are mad into it. Dublin wouldn't be mad into it. Dublin is shy. Right, Dublin is mad into anything that's told to be mad into. No, like they're, they're not. They're not. They are. They're not. Yeah. They're not. Not on this level. Yeah. Not on this level. Yeah. I want. I want. It was in Birmingham, Alabama, the last time. I want it in something in Texas or fucking somewhere mad in Seattle or or like you know Shabogan or fucking something name like that. You know, Shabogan is down in Cork. Yeah, that's Shabogan. <laughs> There you go. No, I want it there. I want I want it in one of these places. You know what I mean? Um, Ashley says, isn't a plastic golf ball another name for a ping pong ball? No, ping pong balls are hard and they bounce real high. Plastic oh, golf is. balls are literally hollow. Ping like, pong balls have a high, much, much higher air pressure ratio inside the ball itself, whereas this yeah. has a hole in it so it can't go far. It's, it's, yeah. the, what Gav was proposing is the ability to do something it's not meant to do, which is to hit the ball the tiny little plastic ball as hard as you can with a racket to make it go as far as you possibly can. But, but, but controlling it. Controlled. Mm. Controlled to get it into a zone. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like, I'm sorry, Could, but like, you get if, if, tying a, if tying a brick or a stone to the end of a string and casting it like a fucking fisherman's rod to land in a field to see who the winner is because whoever gets it the first is a goer. Well, I think mine's a goer. Do you know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. But Do Louisiana, Louisiana, Mississippi, Arkansas, says it, Oshin. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I want to rock up today with a bag of cans going, what's the story, lads? 
where's what's on here today and they're it's, all bleeding yeah. we, they're we, all having yeah, barbecues on the back of their fucking we, yeah, cars and exactly. all. an episode of you know i've 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 actually got a brilliant idea gav because everyone's in the, in the in the space now of twin cities and everything why don't we twin with dublin texas to hold host the war games in 2029 and it could be a dual city thing right right so we can do a couple of events no right? i'll tell like, you what we we'll do we'll okay. we'll do with dublin Texas. is it texas yeah Right, we'll duel with them, right? But we'll ask them. We'll ring Dublin and Texas and say, listen, lads, do you fancy holds in the World Games? Right? And I guarantee you we'll, give you, we'll get the backing of all of Dublin and Ireland on, on the back of it. And they'll say, yeah. And then we'll go over there for it. In 20, and why is it in 2029? It should be in 2027. Like, these are my cunts, aren't they? Like, they just go, I'm having it this year. We'll have it in 2025. Ah, we'll take four years off then. Yeah. Well, see, for me, for me, look, the, the Dublin, Texas, will be a great home for the War Games. And, mm, so uh, do I. But, but we could, we could have some of the events here, like the casting event. I want to go see casting. I just want to see this in reality, in real life. I miss. Jerry it. says it's not Dublin, Ohio. There's Dublin's everywhere in North America. There's, there's Dublin's everywhere. But come here, Dublin, Texas. For anyone that's watching, is very important because Dublin, Texas, right? is the original home of Dr. Pepper, and it was known as Dublin Dr. Pepper, right? It's the oldest known factory for making Dr. Pepper in the world, so that's why Dublin, Texas is so famous. And it was a big court case between Dr. Pepper and Dublin Dr. Pepper in terms of what was going on, because it's a slightly different recipe and it's meant to be much nicer. Yeah. And then they put then Dr. Pepper put Dublin Dr. Pepper out of business, because that's what they did, because that's yeah. what the corporate and was. Or someone like Wyoming or something. I just One of these places I know nothing about. I just know the mm-hmm. name. Hmm. You know what I mean? So that that's what I'm thinking. Anyway, can we go? Well, now, Wyoming's <coughs> a state. Hmm? Wyoming's a state, like. Yeah, well, somewhere in there. All right, Grant. Uh, okay, cool. So the last but not least, quick fire round. Put 180 seconds on the clock, Gav. Oh, jeez, I don't have a clock. Hold on. Let me see if I can do something we'll, for you. We'll just make one up. It's, it's seven minutes past no, hold seven. hold on, hold on. past seven. Okay, go. Uh, hold on. What do you want? Um... You want the you want minutes. one minute thirty seconds, there? Whatever, yeah. One minute thirty seconds is not three minutes, but go on anyway. Okay, go. Oh, we could have the Irish lacrosse team play in Ireland against the team from Dublin, Texas. Then the two teams would be in two different countries at the same time, and we'd have to recreate what's going on on one pitch across the globe and the other pitch. I think it's brilliant today. Pete, give me something good or something bad that happened the weekend. Quick, quick. Something bad that happened the weekend. Luton Town. Grant, Gav, have anything else pop up to you that you liked about the well, weekend? Well, uh, the Luton statement today um, is appalling. Uh, I will say that much. I will say that much. Um, anything else over the weekend? Um, there wasn't really much, no. There wasn't really much going on. I, I, I feel sorry for Wolves because every time they step on the pitch, the Premier League just go, we're not having a bar to you. There's a penalty for the other team. Right? <laughs> and it doesn't matter what happens. And I don't know what pictures Gary O'Neill has of fucking something or somebody or whatever because every time sports step on the pitch, they are absolutely screwed beyond recognition by the Premier League and stuff like that. So. There you go. For me, for me, I think Jude Bellingham. I, I'm hope he never plays in England because it's so great to watch that kid play football. It's just yeah, he's magnificent. He's, he's magnificent. Yeah, like, and I hope he changes nationality and plays for a different country so he can actually <laughs> want to win something. <laughs> yeah, he's he's absolutely flying. I want to give it. I want to give a shout out to uh, AC Milan, who I had in our syndicate bet this week. Um, home to Udinese, they didn't bother that bollocks. Got beaten one nil. Um, disgusting, disgusting club, and uh, won't be picking them again for the rest of the season. Disgusting club, 
Oh, can I give a shout out to someone else actually now that I think of it? Um, Go on. Somebody be, um, I want to say it was a Swindon. Um, it was, they were 7 0 up in the FA Cup. Oh, it was oh, it 7 4. I think it was oh, Swindon. Um, but they were 7 0 up away to, was it? Um, yeah. um, Swindon, no, all the shots. All the shot away to Swindon. Yeah, and they were seven nil up. They won a seven yeah. four in the end. And your man Charlie Austin is playing for Swindon, which I didn't know. Yeah. And Adam well, Lafondre, Adam Lafondre plays for the team in, in Scotland. And um, there's one for the ages. Adam Lafondre. That's yeah. you know what? Can I, can I ask? I want to ask the group before we go. Did uh, did Ange Postaloglu, whatever his name is, did he say that we we need to accept uh, mistakes as part and parcel? No, we're all we're all going we're all going out to feast on that now. I'd say. Yeah, okay. I will. I'll have I'm a good look at it. But I believe I'm Gary not. Neville has said some mad stuff um, after the game. But Shani has sent me a voice message on it, so I will listen to that afterwards. Um, sorry, uh, I forgot to play this. We're in showbiz, baby. Baby. Yeah, that was just for the end of the 90 seconds, and I know it's Phil's favourite thing. Uh, can I just say one thing before we go? Um, memberships are open for the... For the uh, for the YouTube channel, um, you can get on them now, three ninety nine a month. You will get three shows free every week, regardless. You will get every show downloaded the fol- following day, regardless. But if you want to see from anywhere from three to five show live shows per week as a member, it's three ninety nine a month. If you can help us out, absolutely brilliant. Um, hit the join button, all that sort of stuff. Sorry, Phil. That's, I didn't know that. That's great. Yeah, I'm November. Wait. The link is in the description. There's not enough people yeah, donating, and I'm saying it now. Actually, I'm saying it now, right? I'm well, I, I'm going to say no, no. Hold on, John. I'm saying it now, right? Right. What I'm saying is, right. It's better all fucking donate to me for growing this moustache, right? Because I swear to God, every person I know in this world, right, that has ever asked me for anything, right, if they don't donate to me for this, I'm not doing nothing for them ever again. And Where's I mean the link? That. Ever again, it's in the show description. You click on it, you can put a quid into it two quid, 50 pence, whatever you want. I want to see everyone's name in there because the next time anyone asks me to do happen for them, I'm gonna go, Now he knew about that Movember and he or she knew about it and she didn't donate to me because I can see all the yeah. names. And I'm not I mean, doing that for them anymore. Gav, can, I, can you put 80s Gav back in the box and, and bring back modern Gav? No, he's not. He's can like, I, ju- can I just say, <laughs> hang on, Pete, can I just say, I think both and I commend you and Shawnee for doing Movember, but I think your efforts so far have been farcical and a joke to the, to the idea that it's more <laughs> relaxed there right? and i think what you should have done gavin is you both should have gone clean shaven on day one of november and then you grow up gradually as it goes through as a oh, long-standing member of the you have not has not i've seen sean i've seen the pictures of the two of you on day one you both have full-on tashes it's a disgrace <laughs> oh, and i want to see something i shaved i shaved last i shaved last wednesday and I was on Here's the show, or Tuesday, and I was on the show yeah, Wednesday with like a tiny little massage. Oh, yeah, yeah, look at me. What day is today? What day is today? What day is today? I shaved on Saturday night. It's fucking Monday night now, look. It is, look. yeah, it is, yeah. yeah it is, well, yeah. it is. It's definitely it is Monday night. It is, it is, It's Shocking. I remember one year I did November, and for the last day, I I went into... I. I no, I won't tell that story. I'll tell you that off air. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't tell us that one. <laughs> don't tell us that one. I had to explain to everyone in work it was actually Charlie Chaplin. Anyway, um, right, so that's been the show. Yeah. <laughs> <This> is, <laughs> we've had a great night and a great chat, and it's time to end the show. See you all next week, and we got to go. Okay. <laughs> it's a joke, isn't it? It's actually a joke that they're fucking taking a break. Anyway, good luck. It's dead. <laughs> 2029. <laughs>
Social Podcast Network.